0: Love this podcast? Support us by leaving us a 5-star review on Apple Podcasts. Hit the link in the episode description to support us now. Thanks for listening and enjoy.
1: Yes or no? Has a Disney movie ever made you laugh? Yeah. Mhm. Has a Disney movie ever made you sing along to it?
2: Yes. Yes, definitely.
1: Has a Disney movie ever made you cry? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, has a Disney movie ever disturbed you?
0: Yes. A little bit.
1: A little bit? Yeah. Now, does Pinocchio fall into any of those categories for you?
0: Uh, uh, It falls into one of them.
1: Yeah, it does fall into one of them for me, too. And uh, that is what we're talking about today. Disney's Pinocchio, the 1940 film, and the new 2022, in quotation marks, live-action right um because you know there's Mm -hmm. not much that's live here guys Mm -hmm. so but we're live and we're talking about it with you right now
0: i'm nicole and i'm rolando
1: and this is remakes reboots
0: and revivals an original podcast about unoriginality. unoriginality
1: well, we are joined by Eddie Z. Hey, everyone. And uh, what of those checks of the yes or no's? Would you say Pinocchio falls under? Did you cry in it? Did you laugh in it? Did you sing along to it, or were you disturbed by
0: it? Uh, for me, it would be just disturbing. As yeah. a kid, it was. Uh, it's the the Pleasure Island scene. It was always uh, oh yeah. a rough one to watch. Although upon rewatching it, I was just like, oh yeah, no, this is my kid brain kind of like making much ado about nothing because like it was watching it as a I'm just like oh what was i scared about yeah
1: (laughs) well i mean yeah maybe not in a children's movie but um yeah there are scarier scenes in films uh
0: Mm. eddie i guess singing along everyone knows that when you wish upon a star but i never it's not a sing-along song
1: no i mean I, i guess but not in the context of this film at least you're not like You know, motivated to be like, oh, everybody, sing along.
0: Um, Yeah, it's not like under the sea.
1: It's not. If you actually take that song out of the movie, the movie doesn't work in terms of being a classic. I almost feel like the legacy of Pinocchio is very much dedicated to that song because it's kind of become the Disney anthem. Yeah, let's just talk about it. And what we'll probably do today is because this is the exact same story in both films. So we'll talk about the story and then compare, you know, how they were handled in both stories, which is remarkably similar and yet very different, um, which was also kind of the case for Disney's The Lion King, which was Mm -hmm. back in 2019, another quote unquote live action remake. So uh, I don't really want to get into the history of the story of Pinocchio, but needless to say, Pinocchio is a, a children's novel that hails from Italy and it came out in the 1880s and it's called The Adventures of Pinocchio.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: this story has been done before. I mean, it's actually getting done again today. I mean, not today. Again this year. Right. With Guillermo del Toro and he's doing a straight to Netflix one. And-, and
0: yeah, and then there was like a straight to I think Redbox starring oh, it was like a it went out it went viral on TikTok. It has like bad voice acting.
2: Hmm.
0: It's like father,
2: father, I want to see the world. Yeah, in like
0: the most homosexual voice imaginable. Father, when will I get to see the world? And he put like, oh, who is the actor? Polly Shore. I think it was Polly Shore.
1: There's an actual Polly Shore one.
0: It's a Polly Shore Pinocchio. It's Pinocchio, a true story. He does a voice for Pinocchio. Wow. Uh, if you haven't seen the trailer, you you should. It's it's very very cringy.
1: Well, you know, this isn't the first time that uh, there was kind of a live action remake of Pinocchio. One happened in the 90s with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, that's right. And I remember that one. He was actually like wooden. He looked very different from the Pinocchio that, you know, we grew up uh, at least seeing the images from if you didn't see the film.
0: Did you ever see the um, film?
1: Uh, I saw it when I was a kid, but I did not rewatch it for this. Sorry.
0: No, I mean, we only had to talk I mean, this is a Disney remake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that yeah. A, we're not talking about the Pinocchio. We're, we are
1: pretty much focusing on the Disney remaking itself. Um, I mean, there's silent films of Pinocchio. Uh, there are films in the 30s and the 70s and other countries of Pinocchio. And we're just not talking about any of them. And we're also not here to tell you the story of Pinocchio because one, I've never read it. And two, that's not why we're here. We're here to talk to you about the year 1940. Let's set it up. Black and white movies were primarily the thing. Uh, I believe the film that won that year for Best Picture was The Grapes of Wrath. Oh and now, God, really? The giant Steinbeck, yeah. Yes. And which is a pretty okay film. It's
0: a yeah, my, it's absolutely the way to describe it.
1: Yes. I yeah, it's pretty much okay. Uh Charlie Chaplin made The Great Dictator, his his scathing satire on Hitler and fascism. Mm-hmm. Um there was another film called The Philadelphia Story that came out, which is one of my absolute favorite films. And actually my cat is named after a character in that movie. Uh, And two Disney movies were released that year, Fantasia and Pinocchio, which was Walt Disney's follow-up to his wildly successful film of 1937, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs.
0: Wait, which is a follow-up technically, Fantasia or Pinocchio?
1: I do believe that it is Pinocchio that is the second film. Mm, Okay. And I just confirmed that it is the second animated feature film by Disney. Mm -hmm. He had a lot to live up to because Snow White really was a smash and a game changer and it really solidified him as a huge presence. Um, And when it came out, it was, I mean, it was a huge movie. It had huge critical acclaim. Uh, It won a couple Academy Awards. I mean, it wasn't that successful uh, in the box office, but that's mainly because of the war. Right. But when it got reissued a couple years later, it became a huge success. And then it's been like, you know, put in the vaults and released from the vaults a bunch of times. Yeah. yeah,
0: As Disney does.
1: As Disney does. And there is, I mean, this is definitely one of the most iconic uh, Disney movies mainly because of the song When You Wish Upon a Star and I think also like uh, the Disney parks you know like Fantasyland and like the Pinocchio kind of like aesthetic that is in there so it's just kind of like one of the iconic images Um, and of, so it was a matter of time now that they're doing their whole live action remakes that they would pretty much decide to do Pinocchio but they decided to do it as a straight to Disney plus one which is just like in the uh Lady and the Tramp was a straight to Disney Plus. And just like Peter Pan will be straight to Disney Plus. So I think it's... Oh, Peter Pan's going to be a straight to,
0: uh, yeah. to Disney Plus? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know that there was a, a Peter Pan in development.
1: So when did you guys see this first film?
0: I mean, I saw it when I was a kid growing up in the Bronx.
1: And did you watch it a lot growing up?
0: I watched it a few times, yeah.
1: Okay. Eddie?
2: I saw this as a kid, uh, but I did not watch it a lot. I saw it once. and never saw it again.
1: Same. Yeah. I knew of Pinocchio because I had like Disney sing-alongs and whatnot or I saw like the commercial for it, you know, because they always like promoted all their other films before you watched the main film. But it was not my cup of tea. And rewatch, I rewatched it for the first time in years, two years ago. And it was just kind of like a holy shit moment when I rewatched the film. When did you rewatch it? Recently?
0: I I just rewatched it
1: today. So these films are remarkably similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, So let's just get into the plot And we'll talk about the two of them Both films open up from the perspective Or at least we're introduced to the narrator Of the story which is Jiminy Cricket And Jiminy Cricket Was uh, voiced by Cliff Edwards Who was known as like Ukulele Ike Back in the early talking pictures And he had that really like iconic voice That I think is why, wish, why When you wish upon a star is so good Because Cliff Edwards sings it um, but he is a talking cricket who's pretty much like telling you the story about Geppetto, a wood carver. Um, is he, he's a wood worker. Yeah. Or wood carver.
0: He has a lot of cuckoo clocks also though, for some reason. But yeah, he's a wood, he's a
1: toy maker and a, yeah, cuckoo clock maker <laughs> in some point in time in Italy. And he lives alone with his cat and his fish and he carves himself up a, a puppet that looks like a real boy who he really wishes to be a real boy. So, we meet his life, you know, and we see all his cuckoo clocks and all the scenarios that he's painted on it. And both films take a a good chunk of time showing us the scenes on the cuckoo clocks. And mm-hmm. um, the original, you know, there are more classic images or what have you. But in the new one, they were actually, uh, I guess, Easter eggs to other Disney films, not even Easter eggs. They were just like, all these cuckoo clocks are based on other Easter films, which right. what did
0: you think about that? Um, I, didn't, I didn't like Roger Rabbit being in it. Right. Cause, Roger Rabbit and Jessica Rabbit have a very distinct style that is not from that time period. Yes. I don't know what time period in Italy this is. Pre-war, mm-hmm. I assume, but I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, we could assume that it takes place in the time that it was written, which is the 1880s.
0: Okay, fine. So there you go.
2: But it's Italy in the enchanted forest,
0: right? As Eddie keeps saying, this is another not realm. Italy that yeah. we know. This is Italy from like some enchanted area. It's another Rome It is but, yes. Uh, Italy nonetheless. So no, but yeah, I didn't. I mean, it was fine. I it didn't take me that much out of the story. Well,
1: so this. New film, the 2022 film, was directed by Robert Zemeckis.
0: Who directed Roger Rabbit, which yes. I, is not even an homage. Right. Yeah, I know.
1: Oh. I wonder if he was like contractually obligated. He's like, well, we're going to throw my movie in there. But you know, he also did Back to the Future. He also did Death Becomes Her, Forrest Gump. Um, most recently, he did Witches, which were Raoul Dahl's The Witches, which we covered on this podcast. Um, so to say that his career has not... <laughs> yeah it's been kind of in a slump
0: it's been in a slump i mean it's uh it's a dive because it's a shame because roger rabbity is like one of if not my favorite film
1: yeah yeah in the original film we're just painted this quaint little scene of this you know lonely old guy who just is surrounded by way too many wood carvings of of people or situations whether they're on his cuckoo clocks or, or in his toys and he's lonely and he has a cute little cat and a cute little fish but like he needs a little bit more um It didn't really come off, The even though it's the exact same scene and we're introduced the same exact way by Jiminy Cricket to Geppetto. We have Tom Hanks playing him. Mm -hmm. And I've voiced last week how I feel about how Tom Hanks is now as an actor. And I kind of feel the
0: same way about him as Geppetto. I mean, Geppetto was not a... uh, I don't know why he did this, to be quite honest. (laughs) Like, this is not like... He might be... he's, He's the second best thing in this film. But it's not like I don't know, like Tom Hanks kind of wastes. I don't know. This clearly, this was, this was a uh, a paycheck for Tom Hanks. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but yes, like, no, it, it, even but his performance. I don't know. Like he didn't phone it in. You can tell when someone phones it in. Like they have no desire to be there. Like he actually seemed to try to do his best to be Geppetto, and it wasn't like I, that's why I I don't think he was. It wasn't the best performance I've seen in Tom Hanks, but it wasn't like, you know, I appreciate the man that he still is like, all right, this is going to suck, but I'll try. I want to try.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess at this point, um, you know, he's good at what he does. So even if he to me, because I think he was phoning it in his phoning it in is still doing a pretty okay job. If right. he phoned He's like, it in, not bad at and what he does. Was
0: able to fool me, then yeah, more even more kudos to him. Eddie, do you think he was phoning it in? I don't know if he was. I I think that the role didn't
2: require so much a stretch for him, like being an older nice man. I mean, Tom Hanks is mm. the, the sweetheart of America kind of thing. Um, so I, I didn't I didn't think. I mean, at the end, I feel like Tom Hanks was the famous face of this live action movie. Right. That live action in quotation marks. So Mm -hmm. if you're going to have something that actually ends up being the thing that draws people in, Mm -hmm. I think it's because it was Tom Hanks.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, so Tom Hanks has nothing to work with. There is no cat there. There is no fish there. Yeah, I'm sure there's not even an actual cabin that he's maybe on a set with. And maybe even Pinocchio, it was not there. No, Um, I mean most
0: most of it was CGI.
1: Yeah, so he kind of just like he had to really, really act instead of like instead of acting just like with his voice or with his, you know, just doing it for the people and like being able to be free. He had all these constraints on him where he had the camera rolling and he was required to like build the world around him, Um, and that's got to be difficult. And I'll I'll give it to him; it's got to be difficult. And again, like. Was he terrible? No, but it just for being the only alive person in the frame half the time, it like I forgot sometimes that he wasn't animated <laughs> uh, in like a weird way because he just kind of was giving the same energy as everybody else, in my opinion.
0: The, uh, look, let's be very honest here. Like these are fucking Disney remakes here. Like I'm not I know I'm in for probably a shit film and this movie unfortunately lived up to that to that expectation yeah
1: you know, I guess I mean? he, he gave me the same energy that he gives in like Saturday Night Live skits where I'm like okay well you know he's embodying the character but it's also like uh, there's not really any real peaks and, and valleys here going on with this performance do you expect but,
0: many peaks and valleys in in this role though
1: well I would actually have been more emotionally involved had there been yeah I would be like you know what he's fucking giving it his all like he's giving me a real performance here and you know what I'm going with him on this journey mm, okay but other than like when you don't give that energy in the movie, then I'm not like willing to go anywhere with you. I'm just kind of like watching you like, okay, I get it. You got paid very well for this.
0: Yeah. I, I Well,
1: someone watching it.
0: So I actually, I don't know. Like, I think he played, like Eddie said, he played like a, the nice gentle old man. It wasn't a stretch for him. And it was, uh, this guy who was very, very much alone in the film, the live action adaptation. They gave you a little bit more hints that like, He's alone because his wife is dead and their child died at a very young age, right? That wasn't in the original film, so they try to give you a little bit of backstory. Not even it wasn't even like expositionally, right? Like they were just like kind of just dropping it with like some pictures that we would see close-ups of and and stuff. I don't know, like I, I didn't I didn't hate Geppetto. Like honestly, the yeah, like I said, he was the second best thing in the film, and I stand by that yeah
1: all right so let's move on so he makes this little boy and he he very much wants this little boy to be alive and he calls him pinocchio because he's made out of wood specifically pine which must be an italian thing uh and then he goes to sleep and then we meet the blue fairy because he wished upon a star that he could have indeed you know pinocchio could be real so the blue fairy comes and in the original you know she's this very pretty white blonde woman mm-hmm. and in this one she's played by cynthia Erivo, who's actually going to be playing alphaba in the wicked films
0: because you know they're splitting up into two um i did not know that nor did i care to be quite honest what yeah i know, don't know if i need to see a live i think uh what do you mean we saw
2: live we saw the play
0: i know but i don't know if a live action adaptation of wicked is anything we need if anything it should have been an animated film okay
1: well with having her in it and and her voice, uh, you know, they give her a little bit more to work with because in the original, the blue fairy is kind of uh, stone coldish. Like she's just kind of like there to to tell you the facts, and not really there to like be friendly with you, oh, or to was... make jokes with you, or you know, she's just like, okay, you have to be brave, you know, true and unselfish. I really think Tokyo.
0: that your dislike of this. Pinocchio yeah, movies are kind of I didn't get that at all. Like, you, yeah, are, like, are we talking about the original film? Yeah. You know, she I don't know, she was trying to be fun. I I get my read rewatching it is just like a very, very waspy white lady, right? Trying to be funny, <sighs> trying to You think she was trying to be funny? Uh she's trying to be warm and stuff, and it's just like I think well, yeah, she's trying to be warm, which she's not. She's cold. But I think... But are you sure Just not reading into the color palette that they gave her and stuff? I don't know. Oh, I don't, but she's blue. Because she's blue, right? She's a blue fairy. I don't know. Like, I didn't... In the original one, I, I never felt like she was cold, right? I just felt like she... uh, You know, she was a fairy. She was ethereal. She was from another... I don't know where she was from. Realm? Let's put her then in direct contrast to how Cynthia
1: or Vio or plays her. Because... Or- or Vivo, I'm sorry, I keep saying her name wrong, because she makes like she actually does a lot more with the role, where she tries to add a little bit of her personality. She's like kind of flustered and she doesn't know exactly where she is, and she tries to make jokes and whatnot. I didn't she like. She tries it. to put a little bit life into it. I think she was trying to do kind of like um, the one from Cinderella, you know, like that kind of fairy who's. No, I haven't. So
2: I think there's yeah. an interesting element that was presented um, that makes it uh, that gives me the creepy element of Pinocchio was that. The, blue the new f- fairy, yeah. Okay, this blue fairy, she got a wish from Geppetto, but mm-hmm. the wish was mixed with grief, and and a sense of of wanting, but knowing he shouldn't. Right. So is is this is why it almost gets the sense of that she was trying to say this is why Pinocchio you cannot be a real boy right now. Because the wish that was given had a sense of longing, but uh, I don't think I should go there. So this is why he was given this life, but it had to be the life within the frame that he was created in and not transformed into a real boy because then that had to be a process.
1: Yeah, so I think that the the new film realized a lot of the inherent flaws with the original Pinocchio, which is that, you know, everybody treats Pinocchio like he wasn't born 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Like, they all are just like, all right, you have to be this, this, and that, and you have to do this, this, and that for your father, and here are all your responsibilities, person who literally was just brought to life and who is actually made out of wood. Um, and I think that the new film really tried everything they could to kind of rectify that Uh, ludicrousness because at the end of the day like i know it's based on a fairy tale but it's also kind of like ridiculous that everyone would have such high expectations of what pinocchio is and what he should be so i think to eddie's point Mm -hmm. that's why she's like saying i can't make you like they're making her more sympathetic and also like giving her more of a reason to do what she did which is really I see that Geppetto you know wanted this, but mm-hmm. I see that he wanted it from a place that you know maybe he didn't realize why he wanted it, or he wanted it for the wrong reasons, so therefore I'll make Grant this wish, but you know in with constraints upon it, but I think that's just Disney trying to you know be a little woke but At I don't think this
2: is how you don't get a pet cemetery situation
0: that too yeah <laughs> i don't where what responsibilities did they give? the animated pinocchio they're like three things dancing with him right after Mm -hmm. yeah well first of all the blueberry
1: says you have to be brave true and unselfish that's they're like dancing celebrating yeah so okay oh yeah somebody else wished this for you so now this is what you pinocchio have to do because somebody else wished it. it's like when parents say you know wow i gave birth to you it's like i never asked to be born why are you putting all this pressure on me right
0: Uh, my intent my read on the Actual Pinocchio story is how good little boys should behave. Not... This is a very sexist story. This is not about how, like, children should behave. This is a story about how good little boys should behave. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I don't... Like, I. they didn't give him any responsibility. Like, he wasn't... Like he's also this is also magic. It's 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 like it's fairy shit that created this this uh wooden being. So like I don't yes, you're going to treat it differently. Like uh, the only thing that I actually appreciate out of the the remake here is the fact that like I think some people reacted with the horror of seeing a puppet come to life and kicking it out of school for example.
1: So I actually agree with you with what the like, the story is supposed to be, this is how, you know, this is how you're you're supposed to be a good boy. I do agree with that. But I think what you and I maybe not, don't agree on is the fact that I think that the original film got a little lost in how to convey this message. And I think that the new film is trying to rectify the ways that it got a little lost. Right? So just yeah. because the moral is, be a good little boy, doesn't mean that they were correct and saying, hey, you were just born and somebody wished this upon you. Now, this is your duty to do this and you are responsible for it. And you are responsible literally for somebody else's wish. And then, like, Geppetto meets Pinocchio, they dance, he puts him to bed and says, You have to go to school in the morning immediately mm. just throws him into the world without even explaining anything so really technically everything's geppetto's fault it's not pinocchio's fault
0: well right? i don't disagree with you but the blue fairy in the remake was just like not only was she, was she aloof she also was kind of i don't know i thought she was a little dismissive and she kind of half-assed her job
2: why how did she have what are you
0: talking about like she literally had no idea where she was what she was doing she's just like what what's going on because I don't she's even-
2: but she is in she's restrained in the contents of his wish She's not doing this on her own free will. Uh, she is granting a wish, but she states the way he wished it, what he wished and where he was at. It, 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 it's like it's hitting each other. The intent and the desire Keep on hitting each other because he's wishing for his son back from the dead. Right. That's what he's wishing for. That's guess, what he would love right. for his son to come back.
0: So I guess. Right. It, and
2: then, but, but at the same time too, he knows that's wrong, but I There's think, something about that, that's wrong. So yeah. that's why it's like, she I'm giving you, I'm giving you life. I'm giving the object that he created to look like his son life. Right. But with the restraint of that, um, you know, I'm not gonna give you a human body. But this why? is something you have to earn. But
0: then, why grant the wish?
2: Because he wished it she upon the stuff. Yes, to. He, she does. She absolutely. Yes, does. she does. Like, you, I, do, you don't know this. You don't know don't this. You don't know. You don't know about fairy magic. You don't fairy, know about fairy. I'm you can't sure. talk. You can't talk. You don't know anything Fine. about the magical system in this world. Okay, she has to grant it. It's done. He wished upon a so star. Anyone, he wished star. So, so she star.
0: anyone who's wishing upon her star, she has to grant those wishes. Is that the is that yeah, what we're I, assuming I, the rules are?
2: And I and I think also had the individual has to be good of
0: heart. Okay. Are we are we I don't know. The rules of magic you have accused me of. So like. you
2: don't know. You don't know. <laughs> you, this is not your cup of tea. This isn't your cup of tea. This isn't your cup of tea.
1: Because she granted it, we only have to assume that it is her duty to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least maybe she has some foresight into the future that's like she knows, okay, this will bring me to where we want to go, so this is how I will grant this wish. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because she also, like, then the new Blue Fairy also starts dropping a rhyme about Pinocchio's soon-to-be journey. It's just like, well, where did that come from? You haven't been speaking rhymes this whole time. I actually do not think this was a I, the writing for this fairy was weird. I didn't like it. I mean, the writing for the whole
1: film was a little Absolutely. weird.
0: Absolutely. The r- writing for the majority of the film, yes, is weird. Yeah. Uh, it didn't bother me as much for the Blue Fairy. But the Blue but Fairy one, the Blue Fairy thing me. did bother uh, I think the Blue Fairy, I don't know. It just didn't feel the same as the original one. I thought she looked great, though, as the Blue Fairy, though. I did, mm-hmm. like, I loved her look, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe they should have made it more transparent.
1: I thought she was perfectly yeah, she believable was as a blue too, fairy. Too bright. So. I don't know. I have nitpicks in other areas. I think the blue fairy was just fine. You just woke it, it of out of me because
0: areas. I don't know. I mean, yeah, just, I think yeah. so.
1: <laughs> so another character actually that we haven't really talked about is Jiminy Cricket and the role that he plays in these films because he kind of just stumbles across Geppetto's home because he needs a home, and then he's like, oh, I'm going to insert myself in this situation, and I'll be your conscience, Pinocchio, because you need one. And, you know, they need a sidekick. Every Disney character needs a sidekick. And in the new film, and the original, he was voiced by Cliff Edwards, and in the new one, he's voiced by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who's truly doing his best impersonation of Jiminy Cricket, I thought. <laughs> uh, you know, what do you think of Jiminy Cricket? Um, I mean, well, what do you think of him in the original, and how do you feel about this new one?
0: I've always hated Jiminy Cricket. I don't know. Oh, you hated him. I never liked Jiminy Cricket. I think he's so ugly. <laughs> and as Eddie pointed out, Jiminy Cricket is absolutely useless. Oh yeah, because he doesn't really help at all. He doesn't do anything. He, he's always
2: missing the opportunity to help out. He's always like lagging behind.
0: The only thing about the new Jiminy Cricket I liked was the mm-hmm. fact that when presented with the option of being his conscience, uh, his initial reaction was no. No, thank you. Mm. Right. And mm. I was just like, yeah, that's, that seems, who wants to be the conscience of a child? I mean, I, I don't mind Jimmy Cricket, but I also oh like
1: God. sidekicks aren't meant to be. Oh, I, I actually always, I shouldn't say that.
0: I always, every, yeah, I always hated Jiminy Cricket.
1: Uh, I thought that the impersonation pretty much of, or the, the voice acting job was, was interesting. After a while, I, I was, I too was over Jiminy Cricket. But it definitely seemed like he was really trying to do his best, like ode to the original.
0: Uh huh. And um, it sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. I mean, I didn't even know it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt until I looked. Right it up. Right now, oh no, no, no! I looked it up after the film. I, I want okay. to know who was who. Uh, but I didn't even. And then I was just like, oh, I didn't, I didn't even recognize him.
1: Yeah. No, actually, yeah, pretty good job. Like, I can't even picture him using that voice. So the new film actually inserts a couple of new characters. In both films, at some point, Geppetto realizes that Pinocchio has to go to school. In the original film, he realizes pretty much within five minutes of meeting Pinocchio that tomorrow he has to go to school because that's what little boys do. Right. There's no questions or qualms about it. He's going to school. Right. Whereas in the new one, we kind of see a little montage of their life together and them just like enjoying, you know, the cat, the fish, Pinocchio and Geppetto, their lives until one day geppetto's like okay fine i think maybe you might want to go to school and pinocchio told about it which felt like
0: geppetto was like you know dropping responsibility there just like okay you know what i don't want to deal with you so <laughs> let's send you. yeah off to i mean school. i know the intent was like oh he wants to make <laughs> pinocchio happy and that's what pinocchio wants but
1: um did pinocchio want that? pinocchio doesn't know what he wants because he's made out of wood so like why would you do that mm-hmm. uh it's universally the stupidest thing in both stories is that he sends him to school
0: i i would agree like he doesn't even walk him to school because in the remake they make it a point to say he well it's a complicated story why i have the shop we never hear the complicated story why he has a shop if he's not selling anything but uh uh, what why is he why why can't you just take him to school yeah is it just an italian thing like you know we just let our children run free
1: i mean as far back as the 80s as recently as the 80s i should say people just let their children out of their sight and said go and do stuff mm-hmm. you know and then children got a helicopter things happened no so we hadn't learned Parenting anything for like a hundred years from the 1880s to the 1980s you know it's like hey keep you know better track of your kids so i think that's just how people were you know like especially the kids were all like holding on to a like a clother or a long cloth, and yeah, that's it was, how they were I think guided it was like by a, the teacher. A rope. Yeah. Even though that was in the new one, I don't specifically remember that being in the 1941. I mean, he watched them, but then he just like goes and follows them. I mm-hmm. feel like that's something too, because I see that now.
0: Oh, yeah. I see that the daycare, right? With Day- the Day- kids. It's, it's daycare. Yeah. That's how they keep care of kids. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's always <laughs> so funny
0: seeing <laughs> them on the leash.
1: But people don't leave their houses to do that. That's like when they're there at daycare and they take them for like a walk. Or
0: something. I guess it's like the their version of a school bus. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and now in the new version, before we meet the next couple of characters that are in both versions, we meet a new character named Sophia the Seagull played by Lorraine Bracco, who uh, Geppetto has a relationship with because he's friends with all animals,
0: it seems. Is that who played... Sophia, mm-hmm. Doctor Melfi. Sophia. Yes. Okay. I I uh, don't know why they introduced Sophia, and I yeah that was my reaction when watching this. I'm just like, why? Yeah.
1: Why is there a seagull here? I mean, all she really does, at least in the beginning, and the is end. bring Jiminy to uh, Pinocchio.
0: Yeah, and then she has a little bit of a role in the end. Then. Yeah,
1: she she'll come back, but like for right now, it's like okay, so she just brings. Jiminy to pinocchio and that's it and then we don't see her for a long time uh again unnecessary most of the characters that are added in this film are completely unnecessary um because they don't really do anything for the plot but or if they do it wasn't necessary for the plot so in both stories while pinocchio is on his way to school immediately he meets two mischievous people and they are two of the only Uh, anthropomorphic is Mm -hmm. that the word Uh, word. characters in the whole Pinocchio which raises a lot of questions as to why and who the fuck are they Yes. Uh, we meet con artist Fox Honest John and his cat partner Gideon and they see Pinocchio as a meal ticket and that they're going to sell him or pretty much yeah pretty much sell him to Stromboli who is a Italian puppeteer who is on the road And they propose the actor's life to Pinocchio and pretty much say, you don't want to go to school. You'll make your father more proud if you go to Stromboli and become an actor. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is when, you know, the film starts to take its wholesome shift and things start getting real and dark for Pinocchio. And this is just the beginning. Uh, So in the original, I do think the characters are voiced by Walter Catlett. I don't think the Gideon talks. I don't at think all, yeah, I don't think the cat actually. talks. Just the yeah. fox. In yeah, both just versions. the fox in both versions. And uh, yeah, he's smooth talking. I think in the new one he's played by uh Keegan and
0: Michael Key.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, these guys. I mean, what? I don't really have much to say to them other than they like totally suck.
0: I mean, you know, in terms of the story. So they're real character. They're named in the in the in these films, but they're real characters from the book right the fox and the cat they do lead pinocchio astray in the novel uh and i don't know like i never liked them i guess right but you're not supposed yeah. to yeah you're but not supposed to like that i will say i think the animation for uh honest john in the remake was my favorite part of the film to be honest
1: Oh, that was your first favorite thing?
0: That was my top favorite thing. Like, I think they did such a great job animating him, and he looked so... I actually, I think I enjoyed his scenes because I think the animation was actually very, very well done there. I hated Pinocchio, right? Like, I'll say this right off the bat. Like, I think the Pinocchio animation looked whack as hell. But, Anajan looked cool as fuck, is my opinion.
1: Okay. Yeah, I I don't remember really being struck with his animation, but I thought it was perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that the jokes that they gave him in the new one were like... I don't know. I don't know if many of the jokes landed for me. Maybe like the, the Chris Pine one The Chris Pine did, was a good was one. A, I thought that was yeah. a good one. But then that was it. It also just like they really lucked out with the timing of Chris Pine being like everywhere right now on social media. Um, That's true. So, but other than that, like, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, everything... Everything that was in the new one, at least, was so similar, in a lot of ways, to the original that it didn't really feel too much of a difference. Like I think the blue fairy might be one of the only big differences, in my opinion. Um, big a- apart from the uh, the new characters that they added in, you know, mm-hmm. so it's not like anything. He just brought a couple of jokes in, but it didn't really feel all that different from the original to me. And in the original, the characters felt, you know, really sly and gross to me the next thing in the plot is stromboli where we meet fabiana and stuff like that,
0: that that's a character yeah fabiana that's her name that's her name fabiana yeah
1: i feel like the again not as disturbing as it was in the original which may be good or bad i mean it's highly effective in the original the stromboli part and just how, how terrible he is and how gross he is
0: oh yeah 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 no i would agree i think stromboli is scarier in the animated film Absolutely. Then he isn't the new one. In the other one he's just kinda of like cartoonishly villainous almost. Yeah. Uh where in the other one he was like just almost like maliciously villainous. No, absolutely. And also, is this like a – I just feel I just asked Eddie, like when we were watching is this a racist portrayal of Romani people? The new one. I just felt like mm-hmm. the new one was way more racist than the, than the 1940s one. <laughs> like, wow, that's, that's a phrase. I know, that was like, I thought that was like, I, I kind of was like checking. I'm just like, is this borderline racist? Like, this is, I feel like this is a problematic portrayal of either Italians or the Romani folk. <laughs> like, yeah. You know I mean, yeah.
1: yeah. I think he's Italian, though, because Stromboli is Italian. Like
0: I don't name, know. So. He could just be taking on the persona of an Italian to make that coin.
1: I think it's racist of you to read Romani. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I think that <laughs> I, the, I think that's really the
2: question. Here. I, I'm yeah. the drama. Are you racist? <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: but yeah, I will tell you my biggest qualm with the with the remake with the Stromboli scene is that here you had the actual opportunity to use real marionettes to do to juxtapose uh the Pinocchio character. Mm-hmm. And they chose to do everything CG i'm like. I was yeah. livid about this. I was just like, you this was your chance. Like this is your chance to show how Pinocchio is different. They chose to and I understand it must be a dying art and like how many people know how to play marionettes like that but I was like you find them. No. You they find exist. them. Tom they Cruise exist. Tom Cruise would have learned if you told him he's gonna be Geppetto, he would have learned to play the marionette. And Wood. And Wood, yeah. This is true. He, so, yeah, oh my god, I guess I'm saying that Tom Cruise is the better actor than Tom Hanks. No. I'm Go on, go that far.
1: <laughs> uh, after he escapes from Stromboli, where he, he learns that he has to lie
0: and does the famous, uh, his nose grows every time he lies. Oh, actually, that reminds me, that scene. So that also, I had issue with the remake, though. Okay. Okay, so in the original one, he lies, and he's lying to the blue fairy, who shows up to like save him. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the remake, he's lying to Jiminy and uh, they figure out that, oh, the lying is what makes your nose grow. So then Pinocchio tells a lie on purpose to get the nose to grow. But I don't know if that should count because he's lying with the intent of lying. Like Like he's lying. lying, Yeah, Yeah, he knows he's lying, but he's lying because he wants the nose to grow. So I don't think that's a lie per se. That's just lying. Yeah, like he's
1: outsmarting his nose's magic. Right.
0: So I don't think that... I was kind of, I was kind of like, I think I paused it to talk with Eddie for like 20 minutes about this, about why this upsets me. Because I was, I don't know. I just think that like, they're taking the rules and they're kind of like. Bending them. They're not only bending them, but they're giving them a 2020 read, a 2022 read on them, right? Like a, a contemporary read. Like, I think nowadays kids are more likely to outsmart the system, right? Than they were in 1880. Yeah in my opinion, so I don't, I think that's, I, I was kind of like, I don't know, this felt, it felt cheap. Uh, yeah, no, I would agree with that. Um,
1: I, he's definitely coming off as smarter for someone who's been alive for not very long, too. Mm-hmm. We're just like, how'd he learn how to do that? He just figured this out about his nose. So maybe we should talk about this other new character that they added in that we had mentioned earlier called Fabiana, um, who... Mm-hmm is supposed to add a little bit more to the plot. Uh, she takes away from like the blue fairy coming back, constantly having to save Pinocchio in situations. And particularly like she came back to rescue him from Stromboli. But uh, now we have Fabiana for him to interact with and create a uh, relationship with in a way. Yeah, so the way. blue
0: fairy is kind of like this Dios this, uh, Ex Machina character that comes in and like kind of saves the day for Pinocchio to save his his family where in this one, they created, they they took, once uh, Blue Fairy comes into play, we don't see her again. Instead, what we get is this other new character who, yeah, tries to create a friendship with Pinocchio. But I thought it was just like, I was always kind of like more worried. that, like, are they, I don't, like, is he supposed to like, grow, like, is he's going to be her age when he becomes a real boy? And then they're going to like, end up happily ever after. That's what I kept thinking. It's just like, this is a weird storyline. <laughs> And also, they couldn't make it clear like was the puppet that she was controlling also possibly alive? no she uh, was doing weird things, yeah, but i i think
2: i I think there was a- uh, I, I got more of the message of different seeing different like I see you, pinocchio, like I'm different too, you know yeah you're 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 this new life you know existing and and you and you're innocent. And you're figuring out the world, but because you're special, you know, people are going to take advantage of it. And there she is, too. Uh, she is herself. Like, you know, she has her handicap, but she transforms her handicap and she makes herself even like the ball- powerful. No. The, well, the ballerina itself, yeah. the one that she controls, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the way she structures the, the harness around her on, on her foot. You know, it gives her like she, she when she sings the song, she says, I'm half marionette. You know, like I'm half creepy, you know. Well, <laughs> I think it's an interesting look about like, you know, like disabilities. Well, different oh, existing, okay. dif- like not what people perceive as whatever parameters is normal, mm-hmm. whatever people decide is normal, but existing and living your true self. Um, and it just happens to be unique and something new. Like Pinocchio is.
0: Mm, okay. Yeah. I, all right.
1: I mean, I, yeah, I think that's what her intent was. But it didn't really, for me, add anything to the story other than like maybe, okay, I can give the read that Pinocchio is also like a represent, representative of the other. You know, people who are different. Fine. Okay, I could do that too. But in terms of actual story or plot, like she didn't save him for anything. She didn't really like... Jimmy Cricket rescued him from some Stromboli. Uh, she wasn't part of the Pleasure Island. She wasn't part of the the whale. She's so the last. How does tempt- she
0: figure in? She's the last temptation, though. And she's also as by not being a like a she's not a bad temptation. There's choosing between goods. Yes, right. That's right. So yeah. it's just like in she that way. she be she represents the choice between he can she's giving him like a life that like okay he'll not only be famous but like also he'll have a friend but at the same time he realized like but my father i need to help him and he makes what we would deem the right choice right mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Give, if this was like real 1880s it's italy i don't i don't i don't i don't think either choice either choice is the right choice because you know yeah i don't know what the circumstances in 1880s italy were but i don't know I'm assuming. Why like, are you getting caught up in that? I'm it's getting very that.
2: caught up. In it. It's because, a magical realm, be- damn it! And it's a village <laughs> in a magical realm. That's it. That's it.
0: Because I mean, wild circus men could just kidnap children. They turn them into yes. donkeys, you know? <laughs> like it's a scary place, Italy. And then, right after this situation,
1: he finds himself Pinocchio in his last huge traumatizing situation which is he inv-
0: he is invited to pleasure island wait you count this as his last huge trauma there's one major one that i would say is the most traumatizing i feel like this is the big one this was pretty traumatizing but i don't know getting eaten by a whale is pretty traumatizing in my opinion
1: well i mean they didn't die so i think this is pretty fucking terrible this is to me the peak of the the fucked upness is that essentially if you haven't seen pinocchio spoiler there but they go to fucking pleasure island and it's just like amazing it's everything a kid could want there's like total freedom but lo and behold they are drinking beverages that will slowly turn them into donkeys and this is a really fucked up metaphor for pretty much child trafficking
0: that's uh okay i don't think that's so. it's about being like if you don't go to school if you're not an honest boy you're going to be a degenerate you're going to be the lowest You're going to be a jackass. You're going... Not only just jackass, but you're going to be doing hard manual labor. Keep in mind, like, we are... We're talking about the industrial revolution here where, like, we're trying to get people away from those kinds of jobs because there's a more... Child
1: trafficking was very much a thing back then.
0: I mean, child trafficking has always been a thing, but I don't think... Yeah. So it's not like it's not just like the
1: industrial age you're going to be working this job i think it's also like hey by the way you will be abducted and sold like that was actually a fear in the 1880s and it was like if you stay up out late and like you're not you know you're being a bad boy and you're being hedonistic and doing stuff you shouldn't do like Mm. that you will be
0: abducted
2: i mean it was also used in other fairy tales too like the pied piper yeah too
0: oh Um, the pied piper stole children right after he stole the rats
2: he still the rats he got rid of the rats but then yeah he stole
0: yeah he stole the also kids.
1: fairy tales were fucked up back then they did yeah. not like shy away like no you are going to be abducted and sold and trafficked against your will if you don't stay home like mm-hmm. they were straight up not like they uh tiptoe against things nowadays okay
0: all right i i yes i think it's this uh the scene is literally about that i don't know if it was i don't think that was necessarily the into i guess i took like the more like fantastical metal I mean, It's a fantasy that we're watching you know what i mean so i was like really again with the with the morality of stuff
1: yeah but that's why they physically didn't actually show and they just were like oh you just turn into a donkey and you'll be a jackass but that's exactly what was happening
0: mm-hmm. that's Do the, the hard mm-hmm. labor and stuff
1: and like yeah it's still like it's interesting that they kept it in because it's it's pretty dark but i guess in the 1940s too they weren't really so i was hoping
2: with that uh I was I was hoping like because this movie was like close to two hours.
0: Oh god. Right? Yeah. So I was Good even
2: remake. so I was thinking like I wonder if somehow they they go back to this, like they save the kids. Mm. Like this time like this time around, like some some way um the kids are are saved by
1: Yeah, yeah. That was always my biggest beef with this fucking story. By the that, demonic forces. Yeah. Like they never <laughs> In other Disney movies, they would have gone back and been like, and then Pinocchio frees all the donkeys, and they become boys again and girls again, and they just never do that.
0: Why they? I mean, you know, In either story. These kids get what they deserve, right? Oh, but there's <laughs> the also questionably
2: did- then the morals of the story. Th- okay, so it's interesting because maybe it's going to what um, Nicole is saying a little bit here is about you. You can't you can't treat a child with the same. Read or measurement as you do an adult, right right. Ch- children are not little adults. Yes. So yes. this, th- this process and, and development that needs to, especially the moral conscious that needs to that needs to that it's a process of development uh-huh. you know when you when you see something that that moment where you are actualized as self, you know like this is me, I exist. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not an extension of anybody else. I'm not an extension of my parents or my family. But I exist as my own being And then my uh, my actions have consequences And that's just like That's like the journey in child, early childhood de- development So Yeah, so it it is it is a very kind of like Yeah, so it's like the boogeyman It's like, you know, you mm-hmm. do bad You're going to get in trouble You know, you're going to end up a donkey Working the salt mines Right You know, <laughs> yeah. so
0: You guys are aware that you guys do have a very contemporary read on childhood because throughout the existence of mankind, most of the time, children have just been seen not as, like, these innocent beings that must be protected. That's only, like, maybe in the last century that we have viewed childhood that way. Prior to that, they were literally almost like livestock.
2: Uh, Property.
0: Yeah, yeah, property, livestock, people to work the farms and stuff, you know what I mean? But yeah did, so but- that's th-
1: that's why I'm so surprised that the 40s film is actually incredibly dated in the way that they treat the children in the movie because it was not that long ago but also I'm I don't agree with like say maybe Rolando might think that this was the dark ages. Oh no, <laughs> like the yeah, 40s I mean, they totally were actually more enlightened than we give them credit for. But it's <laughs> but we're we're seeing actually that there was still like they were not looking at children in the way that they should be, you know. So like again I know what the moral of the story is, and I know that he has to go through all this dark ass fuck to learn this moral, and that's like how they wanted to convey it to children back then. Okay, fine, but like the way that they depicted the story was still in contemporary times. You know, the forties wasn't. I mean, well, actually, now that you think about it, it's almost. This years. is almost eighty years ago. Yeah, it this was about like, eighty years. We're twenty years, years,
0: ago. years from being a, a century.
1: So it is so crazy because there are some ways that you know they weren't so different from you and i and and then in other ways they completely were and like my god how things have changed Mm -hmm. so you know it's interesting because i'm more so like not the actual moral of pinocchio i'm i'm talking about the 1940 representation or at least through the lens of what they told and the things that they weren't aware of and the way that they did not give two shits about the children Mm -hmm. aspect of it at all Mm -hmm. but eddie what were you gonna say
2: uh uh, no i mean i was i was actually um yeah it, it i was gonna refer something uh to the way um, Hebrew scriptures recognize uh, children, oh, it, it wouldn't mm-hmm. apply. It wouldn't apply.
0: Uh, it wouldn't oh, apply. did you realize the Hebrews were also? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> there was
2: there was property, but there there was also <laughs> in some of the New Testament uh-huh. uh, scriptures, there is uh, a different approach, a different look at the poor, at mm. women and children, mm. and and beginning to see a value, um, in not as property, I see, but yeah, as see. as the faithful ones, I see, you know. So giving them a, a, giving them acknowledgement,
1: even in mythology, you know, you have really fucked up stories that, at the base core of it, are actually really talking to things that I think like morals and stories that we could still relate to today. Um, but fairy tales, not so much. Uh, and fairy tales are not the same as mythology because they have more so like the once upon a time and then happily ever after thing. Greek mythology did you know or not just greek mythology mythology in general doesn't believe in happy endings?
0: Oh, I think that's a, um, I think the major difference is that fairy tales we usually can find the source of the creation of fairy tales not all of them but like predominantly a lot of them we know the sources uh mythology is more like a collective cultural thing.
1: Um I mean, I suppose that is one way of putting it, but I think also like they just have different intentions, and sto- I think that mythology mythology is more in- intrigued as to getting metaphors for human behavior, where fairy tales just kind of want to tell a story, maybe, um, and and mythology wants to do it through a story. But this is the whole intent. Like this is why we have like um uh, spiders, and that's why they weave webs because of this this p- character that Athena turned into a spider, whose name I can't remember right now. Um, you know, so. Stuff like that. But I think that the writer of this, too, like it's interesting, like the core and like the the reason that the person I can't really speak to it. Obviously, we're talking about the 1940s one, but it's like, I don't know, like I feel like uh, it was really fucked up and they're not really in tune of with, with what they're trying to say. Like they're, the message at the core of it, which is like be a good boy and listen to everybody and be brave, truthful and and unselfish gets kind of lost in the weeds with all the the situations that they put them through.
0: Does it? Um, Because uh, more or less, isn't this just a child version of like a hell almost like, you know, um, you get literally you, you do your sinful ways and now you're going to get sucked up by these smoke monsters. And, uh, and, and, and
1: and you're going to be,
2: her name was Arachne.
1: Arachne, yeah, and that's why we have arachnophobia. arachnophobia. Yeah, thank mm. you so much. Yeah, Arachne the character.
0: Um, and now they're going to go do labor, like usually are depicted in hell, like usually doing like a repetitive staff over and over again until eternity.
1: Yeah, I guess I would be more like, "Hey, that's a I get that message." If it was, guarded, like, meant for adults, and I, I think maybe then you're right in, in terms of the contemporary view that we have of children. Um, but it's hard to, you know, put that all on someone who's not even fully formed up here <laughs> up here yet. I know. Well, um, you're trying to
0: put that those messages get those you're you know, like I don't know. Like it seems like Walt Disney was really trying to make good children out of out of us. You know, it makes I guess sense, so. right? Weren't a lot of weren't the uh this was during the time of the war, right? Like weren't a lot of families split because, you know, men were off fighting the good fight and women well not quite yet because we joined in oh, we're not, 1941 oh see so i don't know my in world history, so there you go i i my my read on that is just
1: off <laughs> i mean we came out of the great depression and things were kind of picking up and whatnot um, but we were all you know we were headed towards the war and um i think he just wanted to tell a classic fairy tale
0: yeah maybe oh but any thoughts on like which they preferred like which version of this part is a preferred version i have one they're
1: both such fucked up scenarios. Um, I guess the original.
0: Yeah, no, the original one is way better than the the remake. Like in, they the, just remake, added a lot in the remake, a lot in the remake. Yeah, in the remake, we are in that scene for like a solid fifteen minutes, and it just didn't have the same oomph that the animated version had. You yeah, know what I mean, like no, I, 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 it was kind of disappointing. And when I was a kid, that scene when the kids become donkeys was pretty horrifying to me as a child. Right uh to the fact that even when we were watching the new one i told eddie i was just like oh god that scene used to scare me so much as a kid and then when we saw this one he's like oh was this horrifying i'm like in a different way but not. Nah, it didn't hit as much as like the original one did and then when i rewatched it i was just like oh it still doesn't hit like when i was a kid you know yeah i mean it doesn't slap
1: and it's A kid saying, help me, and then all of a sudden transforming into a donkey is, is kind of uh, yeah. fucked up, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think for me, it will always be messed up. But
0: I'm curious to see what um, Guillermo del Toro would do with that, because I'm pretty sure I know, sure. seriously. I think oh that I is hope it's from like
2: ripping, like, ripping the skin, skin just rip, you see the muscle.
0: And that's all, Be yeah, and then I think the most important thing is, like, do we know if that's part of the original story? And it looks like, yeah, the Coachman is, the Coachman in, uh, it wasn't Pleasure Island, but that part of the story does take place in the original, so wow. God only knows. God only knows what uh, Guillermo del Toro is going to do. Well, the very
1: last thing is that when Pinocchio returns home after all of this, he finds that Geppetto is gone, and went out looking for him in the middle of the ocean. And so, uh, in the original, I do believe it's the blue fairy that assists him in finding Geppetto.
0: Yeah, he the blue fairy sends a letter with a dove. Yeah, and the, and then they find out that he's been swallowed by Monstro. Monstro has been swallowed by Geppetto.
1: Uh, but in the new one, Sophia comes back and, and helps uh, them Pinocchio the to Geppetto.
0: Yeah, so in the in the remake, uh, Jiminy Cricket has heard tales of a monster that lives in the sea who looks like an island, right? As they're swimming off of Pleasure Island to land. Uh, the reason Geppetto went off on to see is because Sophia gave Geppetto like a flyer for Pleasure Island. And mm-hmm. Geppetto did do said, Oh my god, he's in Pleasure Island, so I have to go look for him in Pleasure Island. That's why he yeah. sold all his cuckoo clocks to go get a boat and go off to Pleasure Island. And this yes. is kind of where like the uh, I mean the remake hasn't been good, but like I feel like this is where it goes crazy town banana pants, you know. <laughs>
1: why did it go crazy town banana pants
0: you know you have um uh a bird helping pinocchio jet ski to to geppetto you have uh all of a sudden like pinocchio being able to become like a motorboat it was it was it was so silly and bizarre and i was just like this is this is really stupid and also, this is the worst acting I think I've seen from 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 Tom Heggs. Because there's a certain point where like I think he looks at the cricket and I think it's him realizing it's like, this is what my career is now. Is yeah. <laughs> but like well, I think the other thing, is not just it's not just his acting though. It's kind of the filmmaking. And this is where I take big issue. Like you could tell everything was CGI to the point that like they're not even using water to get people wet. Like they're just wet. Like you this is, again, you have some opportunities here where you could do practical filmmaking and then uh 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 uh, juice it up with CGI, but they didn't do that. They just went CGI, and it was kind of just like, it was annoying. This was my least favorite part of the film.
1: Yeah, I mean, by this point, I was ready for the film to be over. Yes. Um, there's like a joke where Pinocchio says everything he does, and Tom Hanks, Geppetto says, "You did that all in a day," and right. it just doesn't land as a joke. Like he doesn't even deliver it that funny. You oh,
0: know? I yeah i laughed at that part i think wow i thought it was (laughs) i thought it was funny oh my goodness Um, yeah i know Uh, i'm like i i had no i i had more issue i think when the fact once they're in the stomach i think from there it just kind of like was derailed and also by this point the nose thing doesn't come up again because in the animated one it came up one last time when he's telling geppetto where was he he lies and stuff and then he catches himself lying and then like you know, we go, we at least get that trope one last time. Like here, the nose grows just once. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, that I didn't like necessarily mind. I think for me in the, in the original, you know, like Pinocchio essentially, he, he sacrifices himself to save Geppetto from the whale and he seemingly dies Yeah. In the first one and they like bring his body, his wooden, never was really alive body home. But in the new one, they just like he put, brings them into like this cave, and it's Geppetto that he thinks dies. Mm-hmm. So they it's almost like this reversal, and I think it's like this whole opportunity for Pinocchio to learn, you know, get another star, like Pinocchio or the power of love, or whatever it was that they're trying to go for. Which I actually think in the original works more that Pinocchio dies. You know, oh like no! How yeah. How much more can this? It works poor way fake kid more.
0: Take? That yeah. Pinocchio dies. I think in this other world, because here's the other thing, right? Pinocchio's been kinda dumb and naive throughout this whole film. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden he understands the concept of death that not one person explains to him. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it was silly. Uh and then and what it, and then what brings Geppetto back to life, right? It was the tear, but what was that? The blue fairy magic? I don't I think so, yes. Yeah. Some some, some, it some was, bullshit like that. It was silly because at least in the original 1940 film he he did he was a brave he did he did the brave thing he did the honest thing i think there was one more task that he was supposed to do unselfish oh and unselfish right he died he sacrificed himself yes he died for For geppetto and as a result his geppetto's wish comes true he becomes uh, a real boy
1: and i think it also like works because then like geppetto's like wow what the fuck is wrong with me? I sent this kid off to school and now he's dead. <laughs> like it, right. the sins of the father really take, you know, but it's like, it's all on Pinocchio's uh, uh, shoulders in the new one. And, and he has I to think, hopefully yeah. wish for his father to survive.
0: Now I was thinking more about this last night and rewatching this is just like, there is still a horror about the original 1940 ending, which is just that Pinocchio is a child. Being mm-hmm. raised by an old man who in 1880, I think, is probably as close to death as they come, probably. Mm-hmm. So, like, who's going to raise this kid? This poor 95? Yeah, no, child. true. Honest yeah, John. Not Jiminy. It would be worse heads at that point. Just let him become a, a salt licking donkey.
1: This is, this is very true. Well, also in the new one, it became even more worrisome because it's like, so what? Pinocchio's just going to. If he, I mean, I think it's somewhat implied that he was slowly be going to become a boy, well, but they kind of left
0: it open-ended. He, we see him become a a person, but like Jiminy Cricket implies that that's what the story is told. Who knows what happens, right? Yes, yes. It's, so it's, then so like They left this, it ambiguous, which was like kind of... Which is not needed. It, yeah, it was... But I guess
1: they were trying to say like the moral of the story isn't always to be like a real person the moral is to appreciate people for who they are and what they can Mm -hmm. give you which also just like is that the whole story that we were like did is that the ending that that story needed is to accept people for who they are i don't do you think that that's something a read from pinocchio that we needed with that ending like i didn't is that is that
0: the ending that you saw
1: (laughs) it's kind of like what they seem to be hinting at like why else are they making it
2: ambiguous because I thought the whole, I mean, the whole, we, we get in our heads that the whole idea is him becoming a real boy, that that's mm-hmm. like the journey, you know, him that's, that's what the Blue Fairy said, you know, you do these things and you'll be gifted as a real boy one day. Uh, but then when you have this ending where he says, maybe he did, maybe he didn't, and that didn't really matter. And, and it also indicates, too, that at some point, Jiminy stopped being his conscious.
0: Oh I didn't even think about that But that's true Because he
2: doesn't know for sure Like the way he said it Like he didn't give A definite answer Maybe he did Maybe he didn't
0: And as you're As we're just discussing it now I don't know if Being who you are I don't That's not the ending That necessarily I got If anything The ending that I would have gotten Is just like It's not That It's not necessarily That he became a real boy He was always A real boy Because he has a real soul Right Because he did He helped his father He picked to save his father you know i mean and i don't yeah
1: so then the question asks you know is a 2022 remake of this classic story in this classic
0: film did it work no
1: i don't think so either
0: yeah the the end (laughs) like nah, (laughs) it did not
1: (laughs) yeah i didn't wish upon any stars for this one and uh definitely my dreams did not come
0: true Mm-mm. no yeah it was just like i don't know mm-hmm. like uh, the mm-hmm. main mm-hmm. critique for this film was that it felt soulless and i would agree 100 percent. this was a, another soulless uh soulless. disney it's remake soulless. right it felt just as wooden as pinocchio did before he turned into a boy
1: i think they're also just trying to like go back and fix some of their old films and it's like just leave them alone like these films are flawed and they're it's fine that they're flawed. It's fine that it, they're, you know, products
0: of their generation. It made me appreciate the Dumbo one much more. Okay. Because the Dumbo yeah, one was, was terrible. not a good movie, but at least it tried to be something different. Oh, yeah. As the original, I think the original was like, how to be a good little boy. I think it's evolved ultimately to be, what does it mean to be human mm. and stuff? And I think... yeah. Because the Disney ones have so much morality attached to it, it kind of that message feels old because of the morality behind it. But you know, as we saw with uh, I think AI is a prime is a great example of a good Pinocchio story. You know, not I have never best. seen that movie, so I guess it's not it's a long movie to long. But movie. I think it's like
1: uh I don't mind length. Like, I don't know, it's a I think movie. it's a, I think it's I feel a, like
0: it, it, like.
2: it should have got to the point sooner yes. but that's there's a lot of scenes that are like okay I got I got the point let's go. <laughs> but a lot uh, of people it, are it,
1: saying that it's a hidden Spielberg
0: masterpiece like people were yeah. on It is me a media. it is a very I think it's a very very good movie. I really, uh, I enjoyed it. And it's not my favorite Spielberg film but I think it's uh, overall it's a wonderful story and stuff and it's Pinocchio. But if you know Pinocchio yeah. that's what this movie is uh AI and I think it is to Eddie's point, I think what makes that story work is not the morality that it's attached to Pinocchio. It's about the core crux of it being, what does it mean to be a human and stuff? And that becomes yeah. a much more fascinating story, which is why I would be more excited to see what Guillermo del Toro does with this one, because I feel like the morality is going to be a little bit more removed and it will be more focused on like, what does it mean to have a soul? Hmm. Yeah, or, I would agree you know.
1: soulless then because you're talking about, you know, what it is to be human and this film is like completely CGI'd. It doesn't even mm. feel like people were involved with it, you know? Yeah. So like it, it, there's like this great divide between the messaging and then the approach. Did and you, yeah. I think that actually like affects the quality of the film
0: in a way. Oh, totally. Way. Did you see oh. the like the ending when like Pinocchio holds Geppetto's hand and how terrible that CGI looked?
1: yeah anytime uh like when they hugged
0: it was so bizarre <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was just like oh man the, i don't know why they couldn't just bad. i mean just cgi a puppet just like just get, just paint an actual marionette size like him paint him green for the green I mean, screening
1: they, they didn't even have a real fucking cat man the cat was completely cgi'd
0: yeah I, yeah the the cats it, are hard
2: it's to work just, with it's just such
0: No, they're not. They are
2: the worst animal to work with. Oh my god! They take so many breaks. Cats take so (laughs) many breaks, and the union is like so supportive on it.
0: But what about you guys? Did you watch the new Pinocchio? Did you enjoy it? I'm going to guess probably not. But if you did or didn't, let us know. Hit us up on Instagram. Our handle is remakes, reboots, revivals. We're also on Facebook facebook.com slash remakes reboots revivals you can also hit us up on twitter at remakes podcast and uh, if you want to visit some of our older episodes like we mentioned I think we said which the witches comes to mind and uh, Lion King, the lion king yeah they're all available on our website remakes reboots revivals dot com and uh, we also have a hotline that you guys can reach us at nicole what's that number
1: <laughs> two four eight two three two six that is two four eight two three two six there awesome. we go. <laughs> we switched it
0: up. I like it and wherever you're listening to us, please leave a rating and a review. It will help other listeners find us, which is always appreciated and that's it, I guess, right I don't know. do you have yeah. anything else to add,
1: Nicole um I diddly d. This movie wasn't for me.
0: <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah, nah, it wasn't for me either. Yeah, on yeah. that note, stay, stay in original.